0: Hey everyone, reporting live from Chicago, on this episode, I have Alyssa Robinson, an illustrator slash letterer, as she describes herself, it's a good conversation, um, really just went through the process of what it means to be a letterer, hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, this is another episode of Sales Talking, and today I
1: have Alyssa, correct? Yes. Yes, <laughs> Beautiful. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great, how are you?
1: Um, I'm good. I've been fasting all day. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten.
2: Oh. <laughs> you seem in like great spirits, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> I,
1: it doesn't really bother me. I tend to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I get this, like, uh,
0: perky kind of
2: energy.
1: Like, That's so good. Like, That's up and about better early. than getting hangry. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't really happen to me. That's it, good. It only happens <laughs> to me when I plan on eating and I don't get to eat. Oh. That's when I get hangry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Um, I'd like to start off with uh, one simple question. Okay. What's your first memory? My first memory? Um... probably when I was like... I
2: don't know, how old would I have been? Like three or four? I don't know, I just think back to my... Uh, my family, we used to live in West Virginia. Okay. Uh, before we moved here. And I just remember they were redoing the basement, and they left a paint lid like face up down there. And I went downstairs, and I stepped on the lid, and then I just tracked footprints like all over the basement. Oh really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's like the first memory that's popping to my mind, at
1: least. Were you you scalded?
2: I think they, I mean, they were redoing the basement, so uh, it's not like I ruined the finished product. Uh, okay. I think they mostly thought it was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> Thankfully. <awesome>. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> one. I feel like I would have been yelled at if it was...
2: If the floor had already been done, I would have definitely been in trouble.
1: Right, right. <laughs> you didn't know. You just said yeah. it. Uh, that's cool. You, uh, on your Instagram, you, your bio has letterer or illustrator. Mm-hmm. What is that exactly? Um,
2: so lettering is... Literally just drawing letters. Mm. That's kind of what separates it from just writing.
1: So it's like, is, would it um, fall under calligraphy? Or? It can.
2: Yeah. I think um, calligraphy, in its like most basic sense, I still think of as like a nib and ink and like the little like pointed pen. Right. And then. The pen. Yeah. And then from there, I think it diverged into like. The brush and the brush markers, that kind of stuff, and there's where you get like modern calligraphy, is kind of what people call it. Um, And then as far as like font making and stuff, I think that's especially what's considered lettering because you are literally drawing out your letters. Right. um, So it's not just writing, and that's that's why I call myself a letterer because I end up doing that pretty often. It's more design. Yeah. And then. I still uh, specify Illustrator because I don't just do letters. Right. I like to, I don't want to box myself. <laughs> of
1: course, no, no, no. An artist wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what got you into that? What What started that uh, um, niche activity?
2: Honestly, I was on Instagram. I was just like okay. on the Explore tag one day. Oh, okay. um, It was like my summer. I had taken a year off after I graduated college, and I was feeling kind of, up in the air, not right. really sure what to do with myself. Yeah, and um, the stretcher
1: was gone. Yeah,
2: it's really scary. <laughs> yeah,
1: I um, it's not a fun place to be. No, it's not.
2: <laughs> but um, yeah, it's I just cool. saw a video of somebody lettering and I, it looked really cool. And I just was like, oh, I can probably do that. Right. And so, right. <laughs> mostly just because it looked really satisfying. Yeah. I didn't think it would turn into something I'd actually love, but I, would, I just uh, needed uh, a hobby. Right. I needed something to do with myself. I get that. Yeah, so I just bought some brush pens and some graph paper and then i just ended up practicing like every single day you
1: got
0: and
2: into
1: it didn't yeah.
2: you yeah and uh, the response on instagram was really instrumental in making me love it so much because you find other people who like it they're nice to you and then they support what you're doing and it makes you want to keep doing it the community of yeah it.
1: That's good. That's great. What, what did you study in high school? I mean,
2: high school, college. <laughs> uh, I actually studied biological anthropology Whoa, in, really? high sp- in high school. <laughs> in I college, get it, get it yeah, and I, I minored yeah. in physiology, and I thought I was gonna go into like public health yeah. or something. Okay. Um, that was actually my plan B. Uh, when I first went to college, I did want to be an art student, uh, and oh, right. then I okay. did not get accepted into the fine arts program. Right. Yeah, and so, okay. so rather that, than yeah. spend an extra 6 years in college trying to finish my bachelor's I just decided on something else. Right.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So like that's what you ended and you and you graduated in that. Yeah. Wow. And then right.
2: as soon as I graduated I was just like, no. <laughs> like,
1: I'm an artist. I'm, yeah. an, I'm a or,
2: not even that. I was yeah. just like I didn't see it being fulfilling for the rest of my life.
1: Of course. So. It wasn't what you really wanted. No, right. and I
2: think I would have had to go to grad school to get a, an actual career in it anyway. Yeah. And I did not have the funds for that. Wow. Still don't. So yeah. I'm probably yeah. not going to go back to school anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, no. <laughs> I
1: don't think you would have to at this point. Has has, it, has uh, being a letter worked out for you? Like. In,
2: I mean, at this point, yeah, it, it helps. I still have a part-time job. Oh, so okay. like I that's what pays most of my bills. So oh, I'm not going right. to let go of that anytime right, soon. Right. But it's nice. I, I get to live comfortably and then still dedicate a lot of time to something i actually love right. and the goal is to one day sustain myself yeah. off of it but i'm i'm happy with what it's turned into
1: so how long have you been doing this
2: so like two years i two think years. now I yeah think i think uh august was when i first made the like lettering specific instagram account oh, okay so it uh it, we're coming up on about two years, I think. Nice, nice.
1: Yeah.
0: You feel like you have, has your
1: ability increased, do you feel like? Oh yeah, 100%.
2: Yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's what's interesting, is I just started lettering with markers, and then just because of Instagram's community and finding other people who can do so many other things, right. it made me want to try other stuff. So I had never been exposed to watercolor before. And then I got into Instagram, and I saw people using watercolors, and I was just like, well, wow, that looks cool. So, I bought a cheap set at Michael's and like it took off from there and now I would consider myself that's pretty much my primary medium now is watercolor Watercolor, which is just crazy to think about it's a
1: hard medium to work with
2: no see that's what I that's how I feel about other things like acrylics and oil and stuff I like I don't it blows my mind that people can work with it because watercolor is like all I know now. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Water, to me, watercolor seems like so, like such a difficult thing, mostly because it, just, it seems to bleed into itself oh, yeah. so easily. Mm-hmm. There's, <laughs> Acrylic seems to be more manageable. Yeah, that's true.
2: There's watercolor, I feel like you learn how to control it, but you're still kind of at the mercy of whatever the paint does when it hits the paper. But I, I can see why the appeal of something like acrylic and stuff right. because you put everything down it stays where you put it until you move it like uh-huh. you can't always guarantee that with watercolor I guess.
1: Not at all, not at all. Good, good for you. It's, uh, it's um, What is that? It's adventurous. Yeah, <laughs> it's, adventurous. it's
2: always fun.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. And do you only do like lettering or like what else do you, like, do you find yourself
2: doing um, sometimes? I do lettering still. I mostly have been do I think on Instagram at least, I'm most known for uh, my watercolor galaxies and things like that. Uh, and I mean, that's probably what I'm best at. <laughs> Honestly, like watercolor galaxies, moons, that sort of stuff. And then. Um, lately I've been trying to get into other things, like I'm trying to learn figure drawing and stuff oh, like that. Figure
1: drawing figure
2: drawing. Just literally drawing people. Oh okay. And just okay. figuring out how to like draw hands and to like draw a face and it's really hard for me. Oh, okay. So um, that's just been something new to focus on because I yeah, I find myself getting bored sounds really bad but like
1: but it's This yeah
2: no. <laughs> you, it's not as stimulating after a while and you kind of right. have to Let's
1: figure it out yeah. there's no cross there the
2: exactly way. like i lose my motivation to like do something artistic every day if i'm not learning something else or like growing so this has been a new even though i'm not very good at it yet but it's still really good to have something that i'm constantly working on again right because I haven't been like that with lettering for a while.
1: okay. I mean, you've, been, you've been coasting with it Yeah,
2: like, which like there's obviously still lots of room to improve in lettering. Course. I'm not saying I'm a master. Right. But as far as the things I wanted to learn, I'm pretty set at this point. I get that. So I'm just that. exploring my other options.
1: Of course. <laughs> do you have like, is that like a, is that something that bleeds into that, that, um, that feeling that like um, for novelty, do you think that, that bleeds into other places in your life?
2: It's interesting because not really. I'm usually pretty resistant to change as a person, I think. Or resistant or just anxious about change. Of um, Yeah, I have a hard time breaking out of things I know I like or I know that I'm good at in other aspects of my life. So it's art is, is an odd one. Where I do like to try things even if I know I'll be bad at it at first. But yeah, I, I have that issue with other stuff in my life. I'm really afraid of being bad at stuff or doing new things or...
1: <laughs> with art, you're down yeah. for Yeah. Wow, okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's a place where you allow yourself to Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, i was, I'm glad I was asking that question. Did you ever think you'd be, you'd be doing this? Honestly,
2: no. I mean, when I was younger, and I was so dead set on being an artist one day, I thought I was, and college seemed like if I could do that, that was all I had to do in order to become an artist. But then when that door was shut,
1: it was just like, okay, I guess I'm not supposed to be an artist anymore. And then I got to figure out something else. And then so pragmatic of you. Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, I, well, at that time I had a, that Ames scholarship, um, which I don't even think they have anymore, but, uh, but it was only for four years. And then, so I was just like, I'm going to have to pay out of pocket if, go more than four years right. so I was just like I just gotta figure out a degree just get it done I'll find some job like it'll be fine I didn't really think about art again after that like I never wow. I never thought it would become a big part of my life again to be perfectly honest wow.
1: Yeah. I really just, I pretty you just gave you up just, just like, oh, really? All right, cool. And then yeah. you walked off. Oh, that's so good. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Um, wow, and then here you are. You've like, yeah. really, really got a talent for it, I would say. I, like, I you. like your aesthetic. Well, how would you describe your, your aesthetic?
2: Um, I honestly don't, I think at this point, I could just, I don't think I have a word for it. I like... Part of that exploration of all these different styles and mediums is that I don't really think I've nailed down like my Something thing yet. Like yours, yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying all of it, seeing if there's just like one thing in particular that I just like really can make my own. Right. So I haven't really found that yet. Which is why I'm just kind of playing around with stuff. Because I wanna be like one of those artists where you see their work and you know instantly like who did it. And I, I don't think I'm there yet.
1: So okay. i I'm kind of all over the place at this point. <laughs> it's, good. it's good to be self, uh, self, uh, self-aware. extent. Yeah. Well, when you were younger, what, what would you, uh, what was your style back then? What, what were you hoping to be? I guess maybe. I don't
2: know. I, I never got to take like an art class or anything in as a kid, other than just like the elective in like elementary school right. kind of thing. So I didn't really get to explore what I was necessarily good at. Mm. I think when I was little, I really, I thought I'd be a cartoonist because, um, like, my dad got me into Calvin and Hobbes when I was really little. Oh, and so yeah. I just, yeah, I loved <laughs> trying to draw my own comic strips, and I loved making up characters. So I think that's originally where I thought I was going to go. I probably thought I was going to end up being a cartoonist of some kind. Okay. Um, which is, so uh, the figure drawing has actually been kind of interesting to get back into. Uh, so i
1: might be bleeding back into that, huh?
2: Yeah. But I'm realizing now that... Obviously, as a kid, I thought being a cartoonist would just be super easy, and now I'm seeing that there's a lot of work that goes into like all of that layout, everything. So. It's a little ambitious
1: at this point. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, no, of course not. But I mean, hey, see, it might be something you might be wanting to do. It seems like you're on a path of resurrecting your childhood dreams.
2: Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs>
1: it's so, great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, who would have thunk it? That's sort of like my 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 sort of roundabout way of doing it myself. I have the kind of same same yeah. Kind of tendency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's like. Moments where I find myself doing things that I thought of doing them as a child, mm-hmm. and there I, I hear it, I'm yeah. doing it, and everything. I'm like, what? It's
2: it's a cool feeling,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like to to see that. It's so yeah. it's it's a, it's a trip. It's a trip. It is. I find myself <laughs> in the same place I, could, I imagined myself when I was little. Mm-hmm. So I the, agree. it's interesting. Um, what um what 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 drew you to to art?
2: It was just like. Something that was there ever since I was a kid. Right. Like I, for as long as I can remember, I have just always wanted to do it. Like,
0: um, do you remember somebody introduced you to it? No,
2: that was just I. I don't remember at least. Right. It's just always I've always wanted to draw things, and I they used to have to put like paper limits on me because I would like go into our computer room and just take like a handful of printer paper but i wasn't like a good artist so i just scribble a bunch on and i just waste like a ream of paper wow. just drawing nothing but i just wanted to keep doing it wow. and so um Dang.
1: yeah That's so awesome. i don't even know where it came
2: from it was just kind of just
1: had this, this, this there this thing to create yeah Wow. did you ever feel like you could like direct that energy into a different different way
2: necessarily, I gave like a, I guess with, not until like relatively recently with kind of the rise of like YouTube and like, um, like the blogger blogger blogger-esque thing, I've always thought that was something I could do because that's a lot of trying to make things that are visually appealing to people, and also finding an aesthetic that ma- that's you and sets you apart from everyone else. And, of um, and then with YouTube, there's a lot of people do fashion, people do lifestyle, people do whatever. Like, So there were other ways that creativity could have helped, but I also just, honestly, I hate Speaking like on camera and like being recorded and stuff, so YouTube really wasn't an, an option. Okay, that makes sense. So Thank you for doing this. Yeah, of course. This is a little bit different, but. Um.
1: Are <laughs> you not doing it yourself? Huh? Because you're not doing it yourself. Exactly. There's something really like
2: off-putting, like watching myself do things
1: so yeah you have to get used to it yeah <laughs> which i guess if,
2: if i was really determined to do youtube i'd get used to it but i yeah. think i'd eventually just talk myself out of it and <laughs> yeah.
1: you're like nope nope this yeah. is it for me yeah no, I, I remember when i because i have a vlog myself mm-hmm. and um, i remember when i started i started maybe like 2016. i did it just i did like one vlog a day yeah using my phone um after like two months, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> do it's this
2: too anymore. much. It's, it's
1: cathartic at the end of the day to like go over my day like yeah. that. But um, at that point in time, my life was really repetitive. So, so I was you're like, just I like, I can't. Do this. I like, I'm like, I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The,
2: all these people on YouTube—it's really easy when you're getting like funding to go travel and to do.
1: Yeah.
2: When you have the money to I mean, make yeah. your life interesting. It's more, like
1: you, it's more like when you have enough attention, you can like yeah. also add to that. Exactly. Like but that you, have with, you have to
2: get the attention. Have to get the first.
1: Yeah. It's a whole thing. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a major dedication. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a lot of time invested. <laughs> a lot of time invested. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like I—I just I, I see like. Um, artist using YouTube in a very specific way. Yeah. And uh, have you ever heard of uh, Dom Comics? I think his, his name is. Uh, he's a graphic designer or like an illustrator, I guess. Hmm. And he makes like little, little short story like story times, but it's about his life. Oh. And He draws them out. And, like, oh, that's he, really cool. And he makes whole no, I've never heard of him. him. It's, it's very cool. He's a uh, He's from Canada, I believe. and uh, he's just a cool guy. Okay. You know, right. Real cool little stories, and everything. are yeah, cool. like ten minutes long, and then hmm. makes them, makes videos and everything. He yeah. records himself the oh, okay. story and everything, but like he, he draws it all yeah. out. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's real. It's real, cool, it real cool. Uh, real cool approach, and mm-hmm. like it catches people's attention right? and like there's other, there's a, another YouTube channel that I that I watch for like educational purposes, where like there's a person sitting at a desk. And they're talking, and mm-hmm. then like um, they work conjunction with another, I guess, company or YouTube channel um, yeah. that does illustrations, and, like, they, uh, oh, like okay. uh, that, like sort of walk you through a thought as they have yeah. in, like, in mind and everything. I think they're they're called the Crash Course. So.
2: Yeah, I think I have heard of that
1: one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those are the, the, those are a lot of fun. And then there's like Cheers, uh, Guard. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a German. <laughs> it's a German word for uh, in a nutshell. Oh. Yeah those videos are real cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay really, really, really i some awesome. stuff to look up later then <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i could do that for you um what's the, what do you think about the 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 art that is lettering what, what's what's your thoughts about it being in it for like at least two years now
2: um it's definitely made me much more appreciative of it like because you realize after you start doing it how prolific is in just advertising and in like murals or anything. It just makes you see it in a completely different way. Um, and especially for me, because I don't have the apparatus for like digital art or anything. So everything I do has to just be with pencil first and going from there. And so, and it's really cool to, I have this book by uh, this letter Jessica Hish, and she just shows, she's done things for like Starbucks for, um, I think she even did something for, like, Florence in the Machine once. And, like, she's, she's, like, she's big time. like. Wow. Um, but she has a book where she just shows all of her initial sketches before she even goes into, like, Illustrator or whatever to do all the fancy stuff, essentially. Um, but it's all still, like, her hands. Like, she draws it all out. Like, and it's really interesting now to look at advertisements and to think, like, it's not just someone in just make that in five seconds right. usually yeah. like it took some time yeah and so thing. it definitely makes me view that with much more appreciation as opposed to right. when you're not a letterer and yeah. you're just like
1: eh,
2: right you mean, you're yeah attention. you're just like it's a computer it's font. Like, like, it's, like it's not it's like
1: a, it's like when you when you get a new car and you see that car everywhere else yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> on those lines huh?
2: yeah i notice it and especially it's kind of trendy now to be perfectly honest the yeah. whole like typography thing right. and like Brush lettering in particular is very popular in like home decor
1: stuff right now. Um, do you think that, that, that Instagram has anything to do with that? Oh, I'm sure it has. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. Uh, those feedback. loops, nobody knows it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, do you, when, when you do the lettering, do you, somebody give you like words to like do the like the um, and stuff, or do you?
2: If it's a commission, oh, yeah. Okay. But most of the stuff on my Instagram is just something it's I something chose to do. Um, I ri- originally got into doing it daily because they do lettering challenges. Right. Just anybody can make one right. for like the length of a month, and then. That provides you with prompts if you really have no idea what to letter. You just like need something to letter. Of um, course. So I used to use those a lot because I just didn't have anything to say <laughs> for myself necessarily. Um, but lately, I just um, I make a point of jotting down like interesting quotes or lyrics or anything now. And that's the other thing. Lettering has really made me pay more attention to pretty much everything else, honestly, in life. And uh, so I make a note of interesting things I hear. Because then the next challenge is the words are cool, and then how do you convey the way you felt when you heard them like, in lettering? So that's why another thing that makes lettering, I think, really amazing, as opposed to reducing it to just fancy writing, right. is that it is really expressive. Of course. You're trying to convey a message to people. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's like um, the one thing I've always thought about, the written word is how it... Um, it amputates what you're trying to say
2: mm-hmm. because
1: you can't convey everything yeah, in the word. exactly. And you in the lettering, you're like trying to bring that back into it. Exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. Yes, that's so cool. <laughs> what's a what's a a phrase or uh, something you worked on that really stuck to you? Oh jeez. No, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I know. I was like, so lots that. of them. You got the problem. Uh, go go with like the first five. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh... And I have personally lettered.
1: I don't. So it's all in How do you think about this one? Hi. I don't know. good? <laughs> the positive, guys, huh? know. This was. I haven't lettered it in a
2: long time, honestly. But um, one of my favorite quotes that kind of came from college is just nothing changes if nothing changes. Nothing um, Yeah, and I, I mean, I lettered that like way back when I even first started. I haven't touched that phrase since, honestly, but that just popped into my head. because that's Something actually, I was in marching band in college, and so, um, and that director was very intense. He was pretty scary, honestly. Wow. Um, and he knew it, but he was effective. And uh, just a message he would always say whenever we were running something and something went wrong. He just said, do something different, like don't mess up the same way over and over essentially. Right. So I have like this, and that's, nothing changes if nothing changes, it's just a really concise way of putting how you should progress and learn. It's just don't do the same things that you know don't work over and over again. Like, Give something else a try. Nothing
1: changed. Like the more you say it, the more it's like really, yeah, l- really cool. in. Yeah, it's really good. I like that. Yeah. it's really good. Then, it's pretty poignant for me. I would say.
2: Yeah, uh, and then um, I haven't lettered it yet, but it's been like on my list of things I want to figure out how to illustrate. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's this book, Big Magic, by Elizabeth Gilbert, that it's really like popular in the creative community right now. Okay. Um, and. She basically, she has at one point, it just says like, it doesn't matter, and then she had crossed out doesn't, and her idea there is just that, she's always, she's talking about the creative process in this whole book essentially, and just what it's like trying to stay inspired, but trying not to overwhelm yourself, but like trying to enjoy your work, but it is your job, and like that whole crazy balance. And the whole it doesn't matter is just, it's about that balance of just my art in the grand scheme of things like, it doesn't matter that much like I don't need to put so much weight on it and like drive myself crazy but at the same time I shouldn't say that I'm insignificant and that I have nothing to say like my art is meaningful but it's not that meaningful but you know yeah and that should be the goal in the end is to find the happy medium of recognizing how significant your work is and how significant you are without blowing it out of proportion and making yourself hate what you do. I like that. Yeah, so that's like on my list of things to letter, to that. but I haven't yet. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta,
1: you gotta like, um, purify that down, right? Yeah. How, how, how long are your the phrases usually that you letter? Um, I
2: try to stick to short things, especially if I want to do really intricate looking stuff. Um, if I end up with something really long, it's probably just gonna be plain, like, brush script. I don't really put too much effort into that honestly (laughs) Um, like one of my yeah one of my commissions was like it was. Uh, I feel like it was like four Bible, like a four verse long like Bible passage. Oh really? And I was just like, I can't do anything fancy with this, so I just like, I literally just watercolor lettered the whole thing on one piece of paper because I was just like, there's no room for anything else,
1: like of course, yeah. either
2: otherwise it'd just be like this big, too
1: many words at that. Yeah. So I try to
2: stick to shorter phrases,
1: that's for sure. Because then I feel like,
2: like in that moment, I did feel like I was kind of compromising my like. Ideas because I was just like, I don't feel like I can work with this in this amount of space, so I guess I'll just write it essentially. But um, when you have shorter phrases, at least for me, as someone when it still takes me a really long time to do stuff, it helps to keep it short and then I can just focus on the letter forms themselves and what other little things I want to add as opposed to just how do I fit all of this into like one (laughs) space.
1: <laughs> how long does it usually take you like from the, the conception of, 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 of a project mm-hmm. to the completion of it?
2: It really depends on the project but uh, so like a standard like watercolor commission that someone gives me those usually take like one to two hours. It depends on how big it is too but uh, generally I think about two hours and then with some of these lettering things though that can end up taking like three to four. Or often even six, but at that point I've like cut my rate down a little bit because I feel bad like charging like for six hours of work. But um, because I'm still slow at it and I have a, I can't really replicate things yet because I don't have the like software and the apparatus to do it. But um, so yeah, it can really take anywhere from like one to six hours <laughs> at this point for the kind of stuff I do.
1: That's not too bad. No, not really. It's
2: mostly the sitting there and like trying to come up with something or so if I factored that in it would take a lot longer. I'm really thinking of like once my pencil hits the paper and I start doing it. But as far as like formulating the idea and getting the composition and everything, that taxon on like sometimes an extra like three just because right. I just sit at my desk staring at my paper like, at hoping <laughs> the for something Yeah.
1: <laughs> I get that I get mm-hmm. that very well um, the, the, the book you mentioned that, that you hope to eventually express in some way shape that, it mm-hmm. reminded me of another book that I recently read well, not recently read but it's a book that I found very sem- seminal for me mm-hmm. it's uh, the The War of Art by uh, Stephen Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, I haven't read it myself, but I've heard of it. It's a really good book. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks. He, he talks about it. Uh, he talks about the perspective of a writer, mm-hmm. and, um, and I mean, it works for any creative work. But yeah. He, uh, and like the struggle. He he talked about the struggle of like um of actually just getting the work, putting in the work. Mm-hmm. He, I forgot what he called. It. It's something. He called something. He was alluding to procrastination, but I forget. He, he, yeah. He called it something. He called it something else and um, just how like the, that struggle of procrastination is always there for an artist, because so the artist has this tendency of being really self-critical at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you, did you struggle with like procrastination in any shape form? Yeah. Like, um,
2: you know,
1: like the, 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 the thing that held you back, I guess you could say? Sort of. Yeah.
2: I definitely, I guess at that point I'd call that self-doubt more so than procrastination. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a big hump to get over before even making an Instagram account or anything. I got that. And nowadays, yeah, procrastination is definitely a problem because I just... And that's the... I think... I can't remember where I first heard it, but someone was just talking about... It was an artist, and he was talking about how he... He makes himself practice his art every single day, even if he doesn't feel like it, even if he doesn't have a specific project, he just does it because it's like anything. Like if you work at it and you develop your skill by the time you have a real project or whatever, like you're prepared, you have all the skills that you need to complete the project. And um, so it's always good to keep working on it. It's like working out essentially just with your brain. And sometimes I have a real, just like, making yourself get up and work out every day it also is really hard to make myself sit at my desk and just make something for the sake of making something as opposed to just well i don't have any commissions lined up so i guess i don't have to do anything out. yeah but then suddenly you've chilled out for days I and mean, you're just like this isn't good yeah which i think is part of the that like freelance struggle where you make your your work and you make your schedule and if you don't force yourself it's on, it's on you yeah so, <laughs> I've been struggling fun. with that a little this year, especially after the holidays died down because I was super busy. And then January hit, and I took my break, and then I had a really hard time getting out of my break. Right?
1: <laughs> <So>. Oh man! <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I hope that doesn't forecast on my August. <laughs> 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 that's gonna be horrible. Maybe I'll probably work through it, but not, not to the, not to the public. Maybe I'll yeah. Do that. I'll probably, Something to consider. I was thinking about that though myself, yeah. right, taking that month off and everything. Yeah. I'm taking a month off everybody, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Which,
2: it's, like it's good to take breaks. It's also a hard balance to strike of knowing your limits and letting yourself have time to come back to your work, right. and then coming to terms with the fact that you're procrastinating going back to your work, and you just don't want to go
1: back. <laughs> yeah, so. you gotta, you got something, you, you gotta, you gotta just push yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a question, but I lost it. <laughs> it happened so many, so many times. What's The line? line. Ooh, what was it? <laughs> well, hey, how's, the, how's the being in what instrument did you play in the marching band
2: uh, I played trumpet Trumpet. yeah oh,
1: okay. I started
2: you? in fifth grade
1: and oh, uh, so you, you played instrument for a while
2: Yeah it was kind of the only instrument I could play um, oh. We went to like the little expo when I was in elementary school Sorry, and uh, I had to take the bus home every day so I didn't want a large instrument. Okay. And then because um, I only have seven fingers, I couldn't do, like, clarinet or saxophone or uh, anything like that. Uh, which sucked because those were, like, all my first choices. And I was, was like, well, i got to figure something else out. Yeah. So, trumpet was small, only has three keys. <laughs> so I was like, I guess this is what I'm playing. And then I stuck with it forever because it just worked out like that. Um, that's great. I never had quite the... I feel like most other people who pick it, they pick it because they, they want to play it. and right. that's. Um, There's like a very like stereotypical kind of person who picks trumpet to play, like a very like kind of just boisterous, overconfident kind of person. Um, (laughs) Which honestly, as you get into like high school and college band, is kind of I say it's it's kind of the case. Yeah, it's not everybody, (laughs) but it's a pattern. Okay. Um, And uh, did you
1: fall under that pattern? No,
2: I never. That's the thing, especially in college. I really did not feel like I fit at all with the other personalities in my section. Wow. Um, that's what like kind of where I really came to terms with the fact that I was like I kind of ended up with this instrument just like by default right. and I learned it but like I don't really connect with it the way that some of these other people do. That's so interesting. Yeah which is I'm not that I honestly don't really um, believe in like astrology or anything but I fall under Leo and that's another thing where I have never felt like I fit in at all never with the in. kind of things I've read that are supposedly about Leo. Right, right, right. Um, it probably has
1: to do with uh, like other alignments. And stuff. Well, yeah,
2: <laughs> but it—that's one of those things. Yeah, and I—and it's funny because I really think I could see a Leo being someone who plays a trumpet. Like those things well, seem the way, the way really congruent. It. Yeah, yeah. But and then there are two things that are part of my life that I still am just like I don't really feel like that's me at all. Um, but I, and I stopped playing trumpet after college anyway because I got tired of marching band and <laughs> I missed having weekends and
1: <laughs> yeah because that's like a good dedication right yeah you know this is perfect that that actually connected it wasn't a question it was just like a thing mm-hmm. it was connected to like how you have to stay there with your craft and everything mm-hmm. I know of um, he goes um he goes by the, by the name Lasso um and he's a uh, He's a beat maker,
0: instrument, okay. instrument make,
1: like instrumentals and stuff like that. He's a musician, like multi-instrumentals and everything. Uh, and currently he's doing like this challenge of ninety days of beats. And he's like kind of day thirty around there. He's wow. making a new beat. In a sense. That's crazy. Like, wow, yeah. I don't, I don't know how he's doing it. Yeah. I don't know how he's insane.
2: doing it. Yeah, there are people on Instagram who have like a hundred day projects. Right. Um, which I have yet to make <laughs> yeah, myself do. <laughs> I had to find yeah, a uh, thing I'd be willing to do a hundred different ways or
1: something. Yeah, that's uh, but it's very specific. Yeah, I could probably maybe try and do like, I don't know if I could probably do anything like that. The <laughs> only thing I could probably do is maybe like write a hundred days, like write consecutively a hundred times a day. But
2: uh, I think as long as you don't make your goal too specific, it's probably possible. Probably possible. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. But if you get real specific, yeah, that seems real difficult. Like making me.
2: yourself write like. Two pages every single for a hundred days. Maybe that would be too much. But if you're just like, I could write a haiku, or I can write a novel, or I can write whatever the heck I want. True.
1: As okay. long as you leave it a little yeah. bit open, it might help out. Um, it mm-hmm. might help out in the long run. That's <laughs> that's funny. Um, what else can I ask you? What else can I approach this with? Get to these moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> So just of, sort of stay there floating. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. So i trying to... The thing about the podcast is, like, I, I want to make it as normal as possible. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I'm well, like...
2: normal uh, conversation. Get, yeah. occasionally.
1: Yeah, all right. you know. It gets lost in that of What do you hope to be, like, in, like a year from now? So doing this?
2: A year from now? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Hopefully with uh, Better work ethic and therefore a more <laughs> consistent <laughs> commission like rate it. going in and everything. Right. But um, overall, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with where things are, and I think within a year yeah. that's a that's a
1: reasonable goal. goal. Yeah. It's just to
2: be making more money from something I love. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I so. like that.
1: That's good. That's that's where I hope to be too in a yeah. year. Yeah. Well, at least, at least make you some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least make you some. That'd be great. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> awesome. That'd be, be uh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to get that smile off my face if that came to be. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. This At is, this rate, when you're building yourself up, any increase is just like. Yes. Going <laughs> the right way. Yeah.
1: It's validation. When, when uh, when, when when was that moment for you? How how long how long were you into um, the into the, into this uh, process?
2: So when I. I first started, it honestly just surprised me that people were willing to buy things that I was making. And I mean, I was selling things for like $2, $5, especially because I just still was not comfortable asking for any more than that. Um, it took me a really long time to get to a point where I saw the worth in my work and in my time and everything. Um, and it's still really hard. Like the pricing thing, it feels like, even when I ask for advice and things, people, unless they're like professionals, Nobody really has like a nailed-down way of like helping you figure it out. It's really something that you have to come to terms with. But um, I was going somewhere with that. Um, Oh right. (laughs) Um, There's um, this guy Eric Walters, a friend that I went to college with. She put me in touch with him because he actually he has a um, an Arizona Beer Podcast. Oh. Yeah. So he needed help designing a logo, and um, she put me in touch with him, and that was my first like design job, really, and like making someone else's vision come to life while also putting my own like input in and picking the things that I thought would be most aesthetically pleasing and whatnot. Um, and then I got paid more than five dollars for that, so that was really great. And so that, that and it was a really validating thing. Also, he he was just a great person to work with, and he like really built me up, and he had really nice things to say about the work I did. And that just like that did it. I was just like, oh my god, like I, could, I think I could do this. Like it just, yeah. Um, so that was that was definitely a moment I'm I'm incredibly grateful for. That uh, sounds like a good moment right
1: there. Yeah. Uh, like great time. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was the design?
2: No, um, It was, he had like two kind of Calavera-esque style uh, skeletons, and they both got like sombreros on, and one of them's holding a beer, uh, like a pint glass, and the other one's holding a wine glass. And they're at a table, and then the background is kind of like a, I guess, sort of abstract play on the Arizona flag, because it's not like solid lines of like the flag, but it's like watercolor that bleeds into just a background that is the Arizona flag, but not, not exactly. kind of hard to explain. But, um, and then by happy accident, so while I was doing that, I messed, I messed up the background the first time I painted it, but rather than scrap the whole thing, I cut the skeletons out the best I could. And then I just painted a new background and put them on there. And then when I scanned it, it looked kind of like there was a shadow from them because it was two separate pieces of paper. And that was like something he specifically pointed out that he really liked. But I was like,
1: worked out really good, yeah.
2: Like I didn't do that on purpose, but I'm glad he liked it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's cool. It's like a Bob Ross little man. Yeah. Happy mistake, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you get get it. Damage control with this kind of stuff. I mean, you would have to, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you end up having to start over completely. Oh my and, and that's like a whole process. Oh, well, what's a What's a design
1: that you have worked on along those lines that like also like that you like? That was cool. thousand. Um,
0: I'm trying
1: to think. Five thousand. I don't
2: know. It's, it usually ends up being cut out kind of things where I mess up a background and then I try to salvage the foreground and, <laughs> and
1: it works. <laughs>
2: yeah. It ends up actually giving a really interesting kind of three dimensional not three dimensional but it looks like more like paper cut art more so than just it doesn't look like I messed up. That's the important thing. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah it looks like it still looks like a deliberate choice, which is interesting. Um, okay. I like to avoid it if I can because it's still a pain in the butt to Go in with an exacto yeah. knife and try to not mess up the part that you do want to keep right um the worst part is lettering on top of like a galaxy or something because uh um, it's still, like, penciling things in is just not ideal because when you put paint on, it doesn't cover it all the time. And then once the paint dries over top, sorry, uh, once it dries over top, you can't erase it because now it's under a layer of paint. So ideally, I, I like to not use pencil if I can, but because of that, I'm susceptible to making very permanent mistakes. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, which is why the
2: light box is such a great invention because, yeah. So I usually end up using that. I still have ended up messing up before though, just because I go into autopilot and then suddenly I'll spell something wrong or I'll forget a word. Forgetting a word is the worst. Oh no. Because especially when the arrangement of the words is so important. Right. And then if you you throw in another word and it doesn't fit unless you rearrange like the bottom half or whatever. So yeah, it's taught me just to Take my time. Be more right. deliberate with my choices, and be not, very conscious yeah, of not process. just assume I know how to do it right the first time, kind of thing. Just yeah, wow. yeah I've had to learn that lesson. Yeah, many times. Oh my goodness.
0: Oh, man. Just to ride that edge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome.
1: that's t- That seems taxing, dude. Oh
2: yeah, it's a, it's a frustrating
1: process a yeah. lot of the time. But the results are fun.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. And as of course I'm always grateful that I'm even getting to do something I love and occasionally get money for it, but it's I have to remind myself that though because sometimes you're in the middle of a project and you're just nothing's going right and it's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes you just you have ideas that seem so great in your head and then you go to execute it on paper and it looks nothing like how cool you thought it would right. which is always so disappointing. Yeah.
1: So Do you you would you would you fault that on to, like your own ability to execute the idea or was it just that the idea wasn't wasn't actually a great how idea? You, how you yeah.
2: Probably little column A, a little column B. I think with some things I will say it's probably just my skill set. Like I just am not there yet. (laughs) Um, But occasionally I just realize after I've done all the work. That's the most frustrating part is that it's not until after it's done and I've invested time that I'm like, oh no, like that was an awful idea. (laughs) Like,
1: Um, and for uh, what?
2: (laughs) So uh, that's the point. It's a process. It's process. practice. That's why I have to tell myself. It's like yeah, I still practiced for an hour or whatever. Right. So there's that. Yeah, the, yeah the, And now I know that doesn't work. Got to
1: think about take losses like learning, like lessons essentially. Yeah. Right? Okay. That whole it's yeah. an artistic approach, right, to life. Yeah. It's a good way. To, it's a good way to approach life in general. Yeah.
2: Frame everything as a lesson. That's
1: how it should be. Yeah. Well, most people take it real it Yeah Well you do it with art
2: too uh, Sometimes and it's not a second. lesson You just feel bad about yourself
1: and uh, <laughs> uh, You get in that loop and everything Yep well, <laughs> Thank you so much Yeah of course um, Thank you no, no problem Any last words that you want to like, Leave the people with yeah. If not you can just let them know And they can find you
2: um, Yeah I don't have any Amazing parting words But yeah you can find me on Instagram At A Robinson Art and my Etsy shop is the same name, but it's currently closed because so, I'm working on inventory. So, um But you can still message me if you want a commission or something. Uh, yeah, those are the two best ways to find me. Great.
1: <laughs> thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you
1: guys for listening. Catch you on the next one.
0: You made it. I don't really have any announcements, just that the vlog will not be coming out until probably the next weekend after this podcast, so... Somewhere in between Friday and Monday, expect a vlog lots of stuff going on um Main sort of explains why I'm in Chicago, so yeah, check out the vlog if you're curious on that um happy Greg this is the YouTube channel if you can't find it eclip trip find it real quick. hope you enjoyed the conversation with Alyssa follow her, check her out, commission her, you know. Help out the local uh, local talent. You know what I'm saying. Um, thanks again for listening. Catch you on the next one.